So ladies and gentlemen, off-road adventures and rally enthusiasts, welcome to a very special episode of Overland Radio. I'm your host, Lee Odom, and today we have the privilege of sitting down with a true trailblazer in the world of Overland Rallies. He's the visionary behind the incredible Big Iron Overland Rally and the Moore Expo. He's no stranger to the rugged terrain and the open road. So please join me in welcoming welcoming the man himself, the creator of the Big Iron Overland Rally, Chris Holloway. <laughs> oh, that cracks me up. Chris, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show with me tonight. Your Big Iron Overland Rally is uh, has become, I guess what you could say, an iconic event now here in the Midwest. Um but uh but but I got I got lots of questions tonight so we'll get started so without further ado let's just get the conversation going I want to hear the story behind it so with that being said welcome to the show Chris I couldn't be happier to be on man uh, it's always great catching up with you I'm starting to starting to miss you I get I get withdrawals and the shakes uh when i don't get to <laughs> jump on with you and and visit once in a while oh uh, come on man i know but you know what's the crazy thing chris is like uh you've had so much going on and like seeing you on social media i obviously can tell that your um calendar is pretty full so you know uh travels family of course um keeping up with your mother is probably almost a full-time job now because <laughs> yeah. she's a trailblazer and and you got a new house yeah all of that we're um <clears throat> in between planning for big iron we're already rocking and rolling for more expo we've got some very new crazy things going on with more expo so that's <clears throat> added a lot making sure that my mother is uh traveling well and and staying safe she's on her uh she's she's approaching 4500 miles in the past uh just under four months um oh wow so she's all over the united states it's hard to keep keep up with where uh, it's funny last last week she was on a motorcycle in cape cod and uh now i think she's down in in southern georgia um she's wait where in southern georgia that's that's my home home area that is your area oh i i don't think they're i don't know <laughs> honestly don't that's so uh, funny <laughs> I, I know she's running around georgia they just went to some some spot that's beautiful up in the mountains and and spent a couple nice. days up there uh, and now she's working her way back across the U.S. to get here in time for Big Iron. So uh, mm-hmm. she's all over the place. And then we bought a house uh, built in 1978, and it looked like it was built in 1978. So we've been... <laughs> we've, so it was I, uh, era correct. Yeah, I, uh, I am... I am an auto and diesel mechanic. Uh, that's where I cut my teeth in industry. And my dad was a master carpenter and expert handyman. And it's I'm actually having some fun because I'm I'm remembering all the things that he taught me uh, that I I don't even know. Like it it took this to resurrect all those lessons that I learned. But we're 
Nice. We've, we've just been completely going through it, and uh, we didn't gut it, but we came pretty darn close. Um, and that's that's been dragging me out of the office every 15 minutes. In between phone calls, I'm running over here and installing new appliances or new lights or ripping up hardwood floors and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's all over the place. Wow. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely one of those things where our, you know I've I've been gone out of town so I was traveling and I, I tried to escape the heat to be honest with you it's just the heat in Oklahoma uh, obviously it was probably the same in Missouri so it's really I'm not I'm kind of preaching to the choir but yeah I, I took off so I know it's nice to get to catch up so uh let me ask you a couple of questions let's so so in this episode we're going to talk uh specifically about the Big Iron Overland Rally and um. That is coming up on the 29th and 30th, I believe it is, of this month, if I got my dates correct. Hopefully I do. You're right. Um, So let's start off with history. Why and when did you decide to create the Big Iron event? What what was it? So Big Iron um, was really, I've got to give the credit to my brother, Paul. Um, He flew in. For the Moore Expo, um, I believe it was 2021, which was the uh, snowmageddon that shut down the grid in Texas and just devastated the entire southern half of the United States. Um, And we had a lot of people, uh, him and I were riding home after the event. And, you know, that's always the best, like, time to think about brainstorming brainstorming you're hot in the moment so we were talking about it and i i just i was really kind of upset that there were a lot of people that didn't get to make it to big or to more expo um because of the weather uh we were also dealing with the covid stuff and Mm -hmm. it was it you know i i want all the events to be easy to attend for everybody and that one was tough and he said well it's easy just just do another event he's like you should do like a a music festival or figure out like a just kind of a fun fun event for everybody to attend where it's it's not so regimented and you know vendor 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 and not not that we don't love the vendors but it just a just a place where you can actually come in set up camp and hang out for several days Absolutely. And uh, I was like, that sounds really cool. And, and I got to think like, where would I even do that? Where would I have, where would I have an event like this? It's gotta be a cool place. Um, you know, obviously I'm thinking ro- turn right around and do it at the fairgrounds, um, in Springfield. And then, uh, a couple days after more expo, I decided to, uh, drag the family on a, a winter cruise day ride and we picked on the map we picked big brutus i was like this looks cool let's go check it out so we drove down not even thinking about it um pulled in the parking lot and i was like holy cow you gotta be kidding me this is exactly what paul and i were talking about uh so we, we walked the grounds as tourists looking at the museum and the entire time i'm on my little scratch pad i'm like okay there's bathrooms there there's a shower house there's a stage there's 
45 acres. It's all flat. The grass is pristine. I'm like, this is incredible. So, um, so a couple of weeks later, uh, we had a, a winter camping trip and I, I emailed the, uh, operations manager at big Brutus. And I said, Hey, me and the guys are coming through on a camping trip. We'd like to, to spend the rest of our, or the, the last night of our overlanding trip across Kansas here at Brutus. Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. I said, can we camp down by the bucket? And he was like, no, nah. I was like, well, you know, you guys are not for profit. It, I, I think this is an amazing place. How about we make a donation uh, on behalf of more expo and then maybe we can get in and uh yeah worked and he's like yeah yeah no problem that sounds good we'll we'll figure it out (laughs) so um so we didn't actually get to we didn't actually get to camp there uh the trip got canceled due to some unforeseen circumstances but after that i was like man you know what i'd like to make a bigger donation to big brutus i think this is a cool spot and i actually think we can have an event here yeah so uh, I had a couple calls with my bro and we talked it through and it was like, yeah, we can do it. I've got a uh, several connections in the music industry and, you know, with the, the more expo platform, I think we can get it out in front of enough people where they'd get excited about it. We can bring in uh switch back outdoor safety to do the classes. And it was like, all right, it's go time. So I had, I had asked them, Hey, I want to have an event here. Can I come down and present it to the board? Cause they, they have got a, a board of directors of 12. Um, and all of their board of directors are, um, either retired operators of the equipment mm-hmm. or their second or some or even third generation, um, family. So it's, it's a very tight knit and very, very family oriented place. So they, you know, they're, they're not just going to let anybody have an event there. Um, so we, we made a big presentation. I drove down there and presented it to them. I remember after the presentation, I drove back to Brutus. I was with my mom and dad and, uh, you know, I told them, Hey, you guys discuss this amongst yourselves and, Oh, you were there. there. That's right. You were there. Yeah. And he came in, we walked inside. Yeah. I was there the moment he told you that it was a go. And Joe came back and he said, it's a yes. They want you to do it. Yep. And I was like, all right, yep. fantastic, cool. That gives me 59 days to plan for this event. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember being there and I was like, holy cow, man, it's happening. He's He's got it done. And I, I was super excited. I remember your mom and dad were there. That's when I met your mom and dad, actually, for the first time. And, and um yeah, I remember that day. That that's that one of those so days cool. you don't forget. We remember we climbed up into the uh into the cab and we shot the little quick video and anyway, but yeah, I remember yeah, it. That's right. So they they gave us the green light. I had 59 days from that day to plan and execute and it was fantastic. Uh we had Yeah. We had nine bands um all original local artists and then the second year you know welcome back big wide open Mm -hmm. arms you know the first year we made a we were able to make a donation of 
over eight thousand dollars. Um, that was to help then, paint it, right? Yep, to go to helping paint it, and then the second year, um, they had secured all the funds to paint it, and it's it just got done. They just finished painting it like three weeks ago. Um, really? They've spent it. It took them a year to paint that thing. Oh wow! So wow. Uh, so the second year we raised fourteen thousand dollars for Brutus, and um, they they did a bunch of work on the property with it. They 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 built a cool sandbox for the kids, like with heavy equipment that you can sit on and play on. And, no way, really? Oh yeah, it's, it's awesome. And then they they completely reasphalted all the the walkway down from the museum down into Brutus, which is oh nice, a couple hundred yards by you know, eight feet wide. So that probably wasn't cheap. Um, so they've every dollar that we've ever raised for them, they just turn right around, dump it right back into the, right back into the property, which is amazing. That's really uh, cool. And it's, it's just been so much damn fun over the years. Uh, this will be the third year and we've got incredible talent coming in and uh, just, great vendors and the class lineups better than it's ever been. So really looking forward to it. Dude, that's awesome. So uh, we'll be right back. Hang on. All I'm right, still- Chris. <laughs> it's okay. I was playing something in the background. You didn't hear it, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, yeah, no worries, buddy. So, hey, the next question I got is let's talk about, you know, the folks that attend. Obviously, you have lots of overlanders or that, you know, come in and, and set up and they do some of the, um, I noticed you had the, um, the different camping areas, but talk about the different types of people that come in. I mean, do you have a lot of the old timers show up that used to be part of that, you know, mining stuff? Do you have locals that show up? I mean, we know the overlanders are going to be there. It's I last year I was standing out. uh, I call it the crossroads. It's where two of the walkways meet. And there was, there was a woman on her phone. And she's yelling at her husband. Uh, I, I can't remember his name. Cameron, you've got to get down here. They have got tents on top of cars. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. <laughs> oh, that's priceless. So oh, we've got, we've got, um, we've got a lot of like, it's cool. There's a lot of people that you don't even see, you know, show up for the expos and stuff like that. Just, just the more, um, organic, you know, have been traveling for many, many years and are the, you know, hats off true pros at what they're doing, uh, that come in and set up. And then we've got the younger generation, our generation that's, uh, you know, coming in with the most built, and insanely amazing rigs. Uh, you've got you've got people that just love going family camping, and they're coming down in their in their Tahoe, you know, packed to the nines with yeah. all the camping gear and unloading it and getting set up in the field. And um, 
you know, the there's a huge local turnout. It, it's funny because it, it really seems like such a sparsely populated area, which it is. You know, we've got Columbus, Kansas, and Pittsburgh, and Joplin really close. Um, right. I think Tulsa maybe just a couple hours away. Um, so people coming in from, and from even farther all over. Um, but we've got a lot of locals that come in, you know, they don't typically camp. They're just coming in for the day to, to check out the music and, and see who we've got on the stage, uh, scope out the vendors and attend some of the classes. We, we encourage them to, to jump in, you know, if, if we can, if we can grow the, the amount of people that that find interest in this and and realize how close it is to the camping that they used to do with their mom and dad when they were kids and stuff like that it's just it's amazing so um they all come in and then all of the miners anybody that's able um will still attend uh last year's event we had uh, we had a gentleman come in he was one of the operators on the miner on the on Big Brutus, and he is 101 years old this year. Um, Holy smokes. He's the oldest living miner, uh, and I'm not exactly sure how they classify that, but he's he's the oldest living miner in the United States. Uh, so Wow. He, and he loves the event. He just has so much fun. They, they drive him around on the golf cart, and he meets everybody cool? and meets the kids and, and just, he's a blast. So he'll be there. He, he's like the uh, grand marshal of a parade, but yet really? not a parade. Kind of like yeah, grand really marshal. So. Um, and what's cool is his daughter is now serving on the board of directors for Brutus. And then wow. her daughter uh, helps out a bunch too. And they are just the kindest family. So uh, huh. And they're very passionate about preserving the the historic landmark. So they'll be there. Dude, awesome. um, it's it's fun. Like you know, you can grab any one of those miners, and you'll know them when you're walking around. Uh, you know, a lot of them are are they wear their hard hats, and you know that that they wore in the the sixties and seventies on the rig, and and you can oh, grab wow. any one of them and say, hey, can you show me what you did on the machine? And they'll go down there with you and just have a blast showing you oh they love sharing that history you know the the thing is i i love i love that kind of stuff too it's kind of like the guys that that served in the in the second world war i've always said that we should have done a better job of of sitting down with these people and putting a camera down and just have them talk tell about you know everything that they could think of and remember whatever story they had you know that kind of stuff because at some point we're going to lose those people. And when we lose those people, we don't necessarily lose all the history, but we, we lose those really good stories. And I love the stories. Oh, I know, man. If I always, I always heard all the stories that my dad said and told us, but man, if I could have just listened a little bit better, you know, if I would have just remembered this one thing, it's like, well, yep. Most of the time I was drinking whiskey with them, so it was hard to remember. <laughs> that, that's too funny. So all right, yeah, so no, let's no. talk about let's talk 
let's talk about camping. So tell us, Chris, what kind of, you know, I, I obviously have seen the map. I kind of know the layout, but explain the different types of camping there, because honestly, for a place that's so far removed from what I would call, you know, a dense populated area, they actually offer quite a bit. So tell us a little bit what they have. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got thirty amp and fifty amp camping. Um, they just actually that's that was one of the uh, one of the one of the campaigns that they raised money for last year was to add uh, fourteen new powered campsites. So now nice. they're at twenty four powered campsites, um, and then. It's got dump station and water and all the electric and everything, shower house, all that stuff. Um, and then we've got about, uh, I think the property is about 45 acres. Out of that, we have about uh, 30 acres of open field. And it's the most pristine, beautiful grass. It's gorgeous um, for for our tent campers to come in or, or vehicle-based camping. So the way that we do it is uh, we have the electric sites um, uh-huh. and those fill up quick. And then we also have, uh, we have primitive vehicle-based camping. Um, so you can pull in with a rig. Uh, the vehicle-based camping covers two adult tickets. Uh, we always go 15 and under on kids for free. Uh, yeah. Because we're we we are definitely passionate about everybody making this a family event, um, yeah. and also if they're fifteen, I can put them to work. So that's true. That's <laughs> so, true. Uh, that fourteen to fifteen year old age is like that's where you're. Yeah, they oh, can, yeah. they can work now. Pick up trash, bad. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anybody's <laughs> listening and bringing your fourteen or fifteen year old kid and they're bored. Send them my way. <laughs> I'd love to have them. We'll, we'll give them a trash uh, bag and <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got all different kinds of jobs for them. Um, so, uh, family-based or, or vehicle-based primitive camping is festival style. We we open the gates and we'll kind of direct you. Hey, you know, if it gets loud at night with the bands that we have, and then. And then everybody's always hanging out after the bands and, and kind of celebrating the day. So we um, will say, you know, if you want a quiet campsite, just kind of stay south on the perimeter. Or if you're running a generator, um, stay to the south southeast if you can. And then um, and then anybody else, we just we start lining them up around Big Brutus. And the first one's in there, really. I mean, you get a camp within hundred feet of big Brutus, you, you know, the, wow, that thing throws a lot of shade and, <laughs> uh, depending on which side you're on, you can have shade for half of the day. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So that. That... And then we've got walk-in tent camping too. So if, if somebody just wants to, you know, come in very minimally and park in the parking lot and hike their stuff in, it's not, it's not even a hike and walk yeah. their stuff in. We'll even come get you on the golf cart if we need to. Um but you can you can walk in tent camp and and save save a ton of money on on camping that way too. So we've got 
I think we've got an option for just about every every type of traveler. That's awesome. So let's talk about food. Yeah. What kind of food's going to be there? I mean, obviously, you know, us us overlanders and our adventure camper guys that, you know, all of us, we tend to carry a lot of food with us and we do a lot of cooking ourselves uh, or drinking of whiskey. We, there is that happens occasionally. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, what, what kind of foods out there? Cause look, let's be honest. There is no McDonald's anywhere nearby. You can't door dash to big yeah. Brutus. So are you going to have food trucks? So absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny because it's when you're planning an event like this, you have to take into consideration the fact that most people like camp camp cooking and mm -hmm. enjoy that themselves. As a matter of fact, there's even a a cooking competition that has a mm -hmm. a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner category at at all three times a day. So um the first year we brought in more food trucks than we needed. Um, not even thinking about campers cooking in their own places. And it, you know, there, there should never be a crazy line, but there should always be a little bit of a line in a food truck. Right. Uh, so right. we, we scaled it back a little bit uh, last year to two food trucks. And, um, and then we had a snow cone vendor and that was like Sweet. the perfect, perfect amount. So this year we've got, we've got Holy Tacos, uh, coming in that does incredible street tacos, um, and, and some other Mexican dishes. And then, uh, and then we've got another food truck that just kind of does a little bit more, uh, generic kind of run-of-the-mill stuff like they've got a killer uh philly cheesesteak sandwich and and the corn dogs and and burgers and fries and stuff like that kind of so, like fair food but oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think they even do the fried oreos which uh, oh damn <laughs> hey look you had me at snow cone you had me at yeah. snow cone <laughs> snow cone the snow cones have less calories but <laughs> I could just sit there and munch on snow cones, but uh yeah, no then kidding. This the snow cone vendor is coming back as well. We that that's nice. a kid's favorite. So we, we gotta have something for the kiddos. Um so yeah, we we've definitely got food available on site. Um and they they open up in the morning and they they continue to cook until after the final band is played each night. So, um, nice. so you can always grab a bite to eat. And you know, it's funny. I, I pack, I completely pack my fridge every time I go to one of these events. And then yep. when I get home, you unpack I, all of it. I fully stock my refrigerator at home. Like, cause I don't, I don't cook anything. I'm too busy. I like running around and talking to people and I, I can never just sit still and cook. I honestly, I really depend on the people that are camping around me to insist that I feed you eat something. And then, uh, yeah. And then you're, you're kind of doing a Michael. You just go around and whoever's got extra food, you get a bite here and get a bite there. It's almost like going to Sam's on Sunday when they're doing samples. You know, you, know, you get a little bit here and, the, and then you don't need to cook. And I used to give him a hard time for that, but it it's I, so much more efficient. 
<laughs> it it may actually he may have been onto something we just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah yeah um what about vendors vendors are great uh the lineup is on uh, the big iron website mm-hmm. so uh we've got a, a great set of vendors the one that i'm excited about uh, i'm excited about all of them um but there are a few that that always tickle my fancy i'm excited to see um i'm excited to see defiance tools coming back uh they've always got some really cool stuff and they they travel and hit all the shows um and then we've got aev american expedition vehicles coming in how how cool is that i think it's that's a new one that's new that is a new client of ours that uh that we are very excited about um so they're coming in for big iron and then um and then we should have them at more expo uh i guess depending on how big iron goes for them but um we set them up with a, a great location right right in front of the um right in front of the bucket so that's that's something different too is we've always had all of the vendors up on the hill uh on the north side of the property and yep that's where they installed all the new campsites uh-huh so now we are moving the vendors and I've wanted to do this from day one. I don't know why I didn't start out this way, but we're putting all the vendors down in the bowl around Big Brutus. So they're actually going to be set up with the equipment down down in the shadows of Big Brutus. I think it's going to be so awesome down there. So you'll be able to walk in, check out the museum, do your lap around Brutus, and, and in the meantime, be picking and choosing which which cool products you want to grab on the way out so earlier you mentioned that there is a a cooking competition are there any other um you know competition contest whatever you want to call them um that are going on besides that yeah so we've got uh the overland spice crew uh, right. and they're doing the, the cooking competition. They did it last year mm-hmm. and it was a hit. I remember the coolest delivery of a, of a plate entry was delivered through the judges table from the campsite via drone, yep. which was awesome. They, they sent a burrito <laughs> tied to a drone, dropped it on the table and then flew back to camp. They must have been busy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, so that's <laughs> a blast. And then, um, and then, the meat and potatoes of raising money for Big Brutus is the uh, the auction. So yep. this this was like a total last minute idea that happened the morning of the first day of the first Big Iron. And we were like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we could raise some additional money for Big Brutus? I was like, yeah, yeah. How? Um, And we kicked around the idea of a silent auction. It was like, well, it's a little late in the game to set that up. So why don't we just uh, ask all the vendors, hey, 
we have this last minute idea, but we'd love it if you'd kick us something. And, you know, we pop in and see Arnie at go treads and he's like, yeah, of course, you know, here's, here's a set for the auction or, or he's any the, of those. He's the guys. Godfather. Oh, I know. I love that guy. I really do. This is whole the Godfather, family. man. They're, they're oh, dear yeah. friends. He's been, you know what? Arnie from go treads is the first vendor to ever sign up with any of my events ever. So yeah. the, the first more expo out of the hundred phone calls I made when I decided to have it, Arnie was the one that returned my call and said, never yeah. heard of you. Don't know anything about you, but I'll give you a chance, young man. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, he's, ever since he's then, the OG. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's so awesome. So what we decided to do was instead of a silent auction, we'll bring all the products on stage. Uh, fortunately, one of the, uh, one of the employees at big Brutus is also an auctioneer. And I said, Hey, let's oh. just auction this stuff off and see what we can get. Um, and we'll just start the bidding on everything at $1. So you might get a steal. You might buy a tent for a buck if nobody bids against you. Um, but the fun part about it is it gets, it typically gets bid up and then it normally sells for like double the shelf value just because people have opened their hearts. They've enjoyed in the moment. The, they're, they're in the moment. They've enjoyed the place so much um, and they want to make a contribution and that's a great way to do it. Uh, you know, cause then it's win-win you get to go home with something and you get to make a good contribution. Uh, so we, uh, we started the bidding at a dollar on all the products and, and it's just been a hit. So this year we've That's got some, so cool. some great auction items coming in. Um, and we'll, we'll do it again and, and see how, see how that goes for us. Gosh, that's so cool. Well, I was looking at the uh, at your list uh, on the website here. So for those of you listening or watching, it's BigIronOverlandRally.com. Um, <clears throat> and you should go check it out. If you don't have your tickets, uh, you better get your tickets. Um, and I'm embarrassed to say that I wasn't planning on being back in Oklahoma. So I didn't plan to go. <laughs> because I wasn't supposed to be back, but the pool pump here at the house on the pool changed that plan. <laughs> I had to come home early. So now I got to get tickets so I could go. But anyway, get your tickets there 29th and 30th of September, but the sponsors is really cool. Now there's a, there's quite a few, I mean, there's, there's some big names in here. I mean, you got, of course, go treads, but you got, you know, the AEV we talked about, but Devos. And then obviously you have to have Midland because Midland is just, I mean, they're everywhere and they make the best radios. Used them the you whole time what? I was out in Colorado. And they're just and fantastic you people. About, you want to talk about true, uh, it's like that unconditional love that I feel yeah. from those guys. Like, you know, they love what we do with, S'more to More Rally for More Expo, and we work our asses off for them. They, yeah. in turn, do the same for us. Um, it's it's such a 
it's such a win-win relationship where they 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 push just as hard as we do on everything else um yeah so the stage at, at brutus is very expensive um managing we bring in sound lighting so two separate crews sound crew lighting crew and then and then a stage organizer Mm -hmm. Uh, they all drive in from Springfield. They sleep in their like box trucks and it, it's just expensive to manage that. Um, mm -hmm. and that cannot happen without Midland radio. So yeah, that, I mean, they're a huge part of our, of our event. Um, I think they're a huge part of everything you do. I mean, they are, and they're just good people all the way around. I don't know that I've ever had any kind of interaction with anybody at Midland that wasn't just like they were your best friend, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or had known you forever. And, um, you know, one of our favorites is Olivia and she's about ready to have a baby. So, um, but, uh, so we, she probably won't be there, but, <laughs> I but congr no. congratulations to her anyway. So, uh, but yeah, you got a lot of good sponsors on here and our buddy, Jared, uh, from shop overland apparel is going to be there. So, Hey, look, if you want your favorite big iron overland rally shirt, I'm sure he can hook you up. Yep. Yep. Does, uh, does overland radio have shirts yet? Nope. I don't do shirts yet. <laughs> <laughs> buy one i'm huh i'd buy one oh well, i appreciate it i eventually i will i uh yeah eventually we'll get there <laughs> i yeah. i just one of those things that i i, I like to uh i i got stickers hey <laughs> i'm working on patches but That's uh good. you haven't done yeah you know small oh, steps for guys are great because it's so oh yeah diversified if you want to They'll probably even have some some more expo gear there. Um, yeah, but you'll be able to pick up, you know, Ozark Overland Adventures gear or Cottywample Overland gear or yeah, who, uh, so many of of the more influential Midwest uh, YouTubers and content creators uh, typically go through Shop Overland Apparel, and it's yeah. nice because it's it's a one-stop shop. I I'll click through there. I'll buy a Nathan Anderson photography shirt, you know, and I go through t-shirts like, like it's going out of style. I, I just completely decimate them today. Actually, it's funny today. I was out in the garage staining uh, a new work table for my, you'll love this, my new gun room. And uh, hey. I'll, I'll show you that later. So, uh, so I'm standing in the table for it, and I just completely covered my red shirt in all kinds of stain and like sawdust, black marks and stuff. My wife's like, "That's that's your Big Iron staff shirt. Like that's that's your uniform for Big Iron, which is oh, in three no. weeks. You know this, right?" I'm like, "Dang it, yeah, Jared, please send me a new shirt." <laughs> Yeah, he's a great guy. So yeah, I, yeah it'll be it's good to see them. Is um so so let's let's talk quickly or talk a little bit about the one thing that we haven't even touched on hardly, and that is the people who are performing. 
the bands, yeah. the groups that are coming in. So uh, it's it's a big list. Um, I would suggest you go to the uh, website, Big Iron Overland Rally website, and just look at the music lineup. I mean, members only? Dude. Yeah, do you know them? I know of them. I yeah. am not a big, I haven't followed them, but I know of them. I've heard of them. Uh, I'll tell you the one that I'm kind of thinking might be a good one. And that's uh old outlaws and whiskey. I'm kind of thinking oh, that might be a good one. So Jim uh, is an old friend of mine from uh, my previous career. Him and I worked together. He was, uh, he was one of the vendors that, that we'd sell um, industrial batteries for. And Jim mm -hmm. had always told me, Chris, you got to come see one of my shows. He plays in like a, a Western band. And when I say Western band, I mean like the bolo tie and the full get up and the 10 yeah. gallon hats and, and they do dinner in a show um, just about every really year. Yeah. At all these different places, but, they're all over Kansas. Um, yeah, they they always they set up for dinner and a show. Like, I mean, it's like you're going oh, to Bransky. Wow. <laughs> so uh, that's so pretty cool, though. Said, Man, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to see you. It's been ten years since I've seen him, but I was like, man, it'd be great to have you come down and play. Uh, and he was thinking, you know, for the Western band dinner and a show, and I was like, ah, not, not that. <laughs> but let's. Uh, Let's set you up just a couple guys uh, and and we'll put them down in the bucket. I built a stage. I don't know if you saw those photos. Um, I, I did. You and Rhino were were, were uh, down there sweating it out. We were. Rhino is the biggest help ever, but he came down and um, and helped me build that stage. And I, it's funny because we're both car mechanics. And I was like, we have a nail gun and a tape measure and a box of screws like how are we gonna build a stage screws aren't fitting in the nail gun this doesn't make sense <laughs> oops so we we just we drove to home depot and completely filled the back of his f-350 full of wood and drove back to brutus and somehow managed to build that stage in like six or seven hours but it it's cool um so they'll They'll play down there. So we made some changes to the way that we do the music at, at Big Brutus or Big Iron. And we noticed uh, the first year and the second year, during the day, so many of the attendees, you know, they're they're hanging out at camp. They are cooking dinner. They're not just running around like crazy like I do. Uh, they're spending time with their families. They brought kayaks, and they're out kayaking on the lake. Mm -hmm. Um or fishing from the bank or, or they're out on the miners route, um, exploring Southeast Kansas and Pitcher, Oklahoma and that kind of stuff. Uh, so we would, we would spend so much money on bands to play throughout the day, uh, with very little attendance, uh, for the musicians to right. see. There's no crowd form down there. Now, is everybody listening to the music? Yeah, you can hear it all the way on the other side of the property. Everybody enjoys that, of course. However, it's a it's a whole lot of money to spend on musicians just to have some background music. So we we tightened it up a little bit 
And I think we defined the best way to do it. Uh, and that is to uh, offer some music during the day. Um, so we're doing two shows during the day. We'll have uh, bluegrass down in the bucket. And then we'll have blues up at the crossroads each day. So um, mm. in the morning or afternoon, or it's all in the afternoon, but early afternoon or late afternoon, you can either pop down to the bucket and go check out like old outlaws and whiskey or, um, or you can head up to the crossroads and check out Scott Leeper, who's playing incredible slide guitar and, and Delta blues uh, and listen to that kind of stuff. And then, we we took the majority of the money that we saved by not having it all completely stacked out during the full day, and we we went bigger with the bands that are playing at night. Yeah. So we reinvested any savings into that. Um, so now, like we've got headliner for Friday night is the Juice out of Arkansas. I saw that. And yeah. They they rock the house, and it's all it's all songs that we know, so you can. You can dance, you can party to it, you can sing along. Um, they they absolutely kill it. They're just high energy and so much fun. And then and then we really pulled out the big guns and and brought in members only for Saturday night just because they're that's pretty uh, rad, you know. And so members only uh, for those of you out there listening that don't know, members only is an '80s cover tribute yep. band. Um, and they are full on a showman band. Like they rock. Yep. Uh, they got all the moves. They got all the lights. They got all the big sound and, uh, guns and roses, death leopard, all of it, man. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. And uh, I've got, uh, everybody on my wife's side of the family, like they're, they're true eighties, uh, kids. They're that generation that was, yeah was rocking at that time and I'm, I wanted something too that would catch their attention because I've been trying to get my in-laws to come to this event for for two years now <laughs> so I'm like you may have just you may have I just done it members only. please come but uh, <laughs> members only draws a huge following uh anywhere in the midwest you can look at their social I think they're hitting like 30,000 followers on just on their Facebook page wow. um so they play down at the lake. They play Branson. They play up in Kansas City all the time. I saw they were in Tulsa just a couple of weeks ago. They're they're all over the place, but they they get booked and they're booked out for a reason. So uh, the only way that we were able yeah. to actually book them is because they had a cancellation uh, for late September that happened like the day before I'd called them. So it, oh it wow. Was, yeah, you got to book them like a year out. Divine so intervention, man. Was huge. Yeah, I know exactly. Right, it's it's Big Brutus. He's he's close enough up there to just put in. I'm a good thinking his there. dad. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I'm thinking his dad. <laughs> his dad. Yeah. yeah, he's got the pool. <laughs> he knows true. everybody, and he's got the pool, man. Hey, he's up here's there him. Out. He's hanging out with yeah. Keith Richards right now laughing it up yep amen to that well dude um that's pretty freaking awesome so i appreciate you coming on tonight hanging out with me uh and doing a little bit of a different format um there will be like you know uh tours of the big of 
of Brutus, you can go up in there. At least you could last year. I don't know if you can this year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah totally. You can wander it's around and look in, inside it. It's all fresh painted and it looks gorgeous in there. So yeah, that's that's the allure of that property. Is you can go up and you can sit yeah. and operate seat and play with the joysticks. Oh yeah. yeah. And they got a really nice museum that has a lot of history. Um, and I'm, I mean, even when I was there with you, um, you know, I don't think I even had time to look at all the stuff that they had. So, you know, that's going to be nice. Um, so yeah, anyway, but Chris, man, thanks. I appreciate yeah, you coming on no. with me tonight. It's always a pleasure. Well, let's do this more often. <laughs> We do need to do this more often. And as, a, and as a matter of fact, well, I'll tell you after the show's over. But uh, anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, listen, make sure you hit BigIronOverlandRally.com. Get your tickets because you don't want to miss seeing like members only. And you don't want to miss seeing what was this other one I was looking at? Dirty Strings. I mean, with a yeah. name like that, it's got to be good. They've been with us since day one. They always they always play it yeah. more. We play it, yeah, you know, yeah. You know. uh, yep. Hey, and and not to mention, it's also my birthday party. <sighs> what are you gonna be? Thirty three? I don't know. I think my wife told me last time I was thirty five. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I always get it wrong. Else, I, I'm, yeah. I'll be thirty six. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, my my birthday is on Sunday, so I I specifically chose this weekend because I wanted to do something fun right on on my birthday too. So yeah, come out and celebrate! Wow, with me. hell yeah! All right, and that, dear listeners, brings us to the end of this enlightening conversation with a remarkable man, Chris Holloway, the mastermind behind the Big Iron Overland Rally held in West Mineral, Kansas. Now, remember, it's September the 29th and 30th. It's been a pleasure having you on, buddy. I really do appreciate it. Pleasure's mine. We'll see you soon.